Area code. Individuals, families, and communities through active art making, creative process, applied psycholog- um, psychological theory, and excuse me, and human experience within a psychotherapeutic relationship. Joining us this morning is Sam Davis, who is a qualified and registered art psychotherapist who completed her master's in art psychotherapy at the University of of Hertfordshire in London in 2000. And she runs a private practice in Cape Town. She works with adults and children, individuals, groups on and and corporate rather teams for over 20 years of of over 20. And she works with a diverse range of people including adults who struggle with stress burnout anxiety and depression wanting a life-changing life purpose more skills etc there is a workshop she runs for adults and corporates for both personal and professional growth in cape town johannesburg as well as in port elizabeth for department of education sam combines her psychodynamic art psychotherapy training with an electric combination of journey therapy archetypes numerology meditation coaching and mindfulness Woo! Sam, good morning. Welcome to Hi, Area Code. What a mouthful. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I mean, you were in London um, during the year 2000. What's the mo- one thing that you've learned about London that we possibly don't know as South African who have never been to London? That there's lots and lots of coffee shops. Every <laughs> corner you turn, there's a new coffee shop. And you have to try them all. May I have my cup, please? <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, um, Sam. We're talking art therapists. When I think of art therapy, I just automatically think of all forms of art from dance to theater, of which we can use to distress. So what exactly, if you break it down to us, people who don't know, especially for a five-year-old who's listening right now who doesn't know what is art therapy, if we had to break it down to us, how would you do it so? Okay, sure. So... There's so many different types of art therapy. So what you're talking about in terms of dance to theater, that's like an expressive art therapy. But in terms of actual art therapy, it's more of a hands-on process where you actually use your hands using art materials, wet or dry materials like paint, clay, um, pastels, anything like that. You can also use recycled objects, but it's creating something out of nothing. So you can actually see what you're making. So there's a physical, tangible process as opposed to more of a like a movement process mm. you know when we're saying art we speak of our creativeness we didn't know that actually can be creative within the therapeutic um, session that you can also provide and we are used to the traditional form of therapy where we sit in front of each other and express how we feel but we use art as a form of therapy why use art as a form of therapy how does it work well i find that um you know traditional um talk therapy we're always using words and with words it can be quite limiting we don't always know how we're feeling we don't always know what we want to say and words can also be quite controlling that we can use specific words um you know and block out other things and also words can have so many different meanings so with art art is like a bridge it's like a mediator between the conscious and the unconscious between the known and the unknown so with with art, we don't always we don't have to know what we're making or what we're creating. So it just forms a deeper layer that we can get to look at things in our internal world, in our unconscious, which we wouldn't otherwise know about or, or get access to. So this happens like in in different layers, as well as through symbols. Very often, symbols will come out through the art. 
Mm. And that's really interesting because that's that's an invitation into the unconscious to talk about things that we didn't we wouldn't otherwise have access to just through words. Mm. You just mentioned um controlling. Can you therapize someone who is controlling? <laughs> you know of anyone in particular? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just speaking in a general form, okay? So, well, that's interesting because we all have forms of control. We all like to be in control in different areas. Mm. And what will be really interesting in the art is that we don't always have control over how art is going to come out. Even if it's clay or paint, sometimes the colors will overlap or things won't turn out exactly how we want them to, and that's when the control issues will come up. And there's no judgment on that. It's more like an opportunity to express and explore, like what what happens when things don't go according to plan, and what can you do about it? So it's an opportunity to access internal resources and to find ways of making it better without, in a different way, in a creative way. Yeah. At what age group has art therapy proven to work on and why do you think it is work best for them? So there's no particular age that's best. Mm. I work with people from all ages, from say two and a half years old to old age. Um, I'm scared to say how old because there could be people <laughs> listening who are very old, but it works for absolutely all ages. But what I can say for sure is that a person wants, must want to attend art therapy. If a person is forced to go by a parent or has to be there, then then the process is not going to be as effective because they have to want to be there. Mm. There is a lot of things that we can use as therapy. I mean, coming from your objects, whatever item it is, but I assume that the use of color is one of the big part of therapy. Do the colors use? Um, do the colors used, or how um, are they used to tell the kind of emotion the patient is going through at that moment? So. We can work from a general meaning and we can work with specific meaning, which is more of a personal level. Yeah. And in art therapy, we work with both because, you know, general colors like green, what would green mean for you? Uh, it, mean, it, means, it means nature. Okay, great. So a lot of people would say nature. Some people would say envy. Um, but I had a, a young child when I was working at a, a school for children with autism. Mm. And he would only use blue and green pastels, only blue and green pastels, over and over. And first I thought maybe it's symbolic. I was very new to the field. And then I thought maybe I should just look into a little bit more with him. And he was quite nonverbal, so it was quite a process to try and understand. But once I did, I realized that he had more of a tactile issue and he didn't want to get his hands dirty. And only the blue and green pastels had still the cover, the paper around the pastels. All the other pastels, another child had taken the, um, the paper off. So he would have gotten his hands dirty. So for him, it was just around keeping his hands clean. So I always work, I can take into account the general meaning, but I'll always go a little bit more specific on a more personal nature and Think about together with the client, what does it mean for them? And it's, it's like working with symbols in a similar way. There's a general meaning and a more personal meaning. And, it's, and I find it far more useful to find out what the meaning is for the particular client. And often they don't know because they might make choose a color or choose a symbol without thinking about it. It might just be convenient or closer to them. or um, But often there's an underlying meaning that they haven't accessed. And that can be really helpful in working through things. 
Oh, how do you then um, identify which art therapy um, uh, techniques are needed for each patient? So I work very non-directively, meaning I will work with the client and where they're at and what their needs are. And I always have a room with a, a variety of art materials available. And I'll say to them that you can use and do whatever you want as long as it's safe for you and safe for me and safe for the room. So there'll be a, a display of different art materials and they can choose. Because if I say to a person who's um, you know, very in control, if I ask them to do paint or clay, that might really um, be too uncomfortable for them and they might um, then resist the art therapy process. Oh. So I would rather work at what they need. And, and people will people learn in art therapy. Part of learning is to go with their innate. To, go with, to be able to trust what, whatever comes to mind. Oh, I feel like using clay today. Oh, I feel like using charcoal today. Or oh, I want to just play with colors and shapes. And part of my um, role as a facilitator is to help them to become comfortable with, with being spontaneous in their choice and being able to learn how to play. Mm, mm, and learn how to play. At what point do I then know that actually now I need art therapy? Would everything that I'm, I could be going through need art therapy? I think everybody can benefit from art therapy. For me, art therapy is around helping a person become better at being themselves. You don't mm. need to have a particular trauma or issue to benefit from art therapy. But I find that we all in life are so, um, so busy being adults and productive and doing something income generating that we forget how to play. We forget how to be spontaneous. We forget how to... Um, self-care and take care of ourselves. So our therapy network can benefit absolutely everybody. While you're therapizing um, someone, what is it that you're getting from it? As what Sam, am I getting from it? Yeah, as Sam Davis. <laughs> well, I've always loved working with children and people and creativity and I'm the kind of person that somebody mustn't say no to me because I'll always find a creative solution or a creative way of managing a situation so creativity for me is the most important part of being alive if, if i can't be creative and and feel my way into something and work with something in a creative way then um yeah that's why i'm i'm in it i, I believe there's a creative way to manage everything mm. now while you were at um at hertfordshire in london where you were doing your masters in in, in art psychotherapy at the university of hartford of hertfordshire at that time i'm sure whenever you are studying something they are practicals do you remember the session you had with the first patient um I actually do. My first year I was working at a mainstream school with children with emotional behavioral disorders. And I remember my first child coming in and he was petrified of forming a relationship with someone. He had attachment issues and he was too scared to even come into the art therapy room. Mm. Mm. Did then at that moment, then you decided after you've able to assist that child, the patient, were you then saying, actually, this is exactly what I'm studying for, therefore I'm going for it? Absolutely. You read my mind. It was, <laughs> I was sitting there in the room thinking, I'm just going to sit here and hold the space for him until he feels safe enough to come into the space and express himself. And it, it just felt so easy for me. It just felt so natural just to sit and hold the space and allow him to 
when he was ready to poke his head in and then poke his feet in and bit by bit come in and start to trust the space and trust the process and form a healthy relationship with an adult. Can you therapize yourself or you need another art therapist? I try every single <laughs> day and I even wake myself up at night and I've got paper and pens next to my bed which I write and draw throughout the night. My dreams, my thoughts, yeah. my visions, my goals. <laughs> when you're writing everything, your dreams, your goals, um, did you know? Did you then decide that this is where you're going to um, study art therapy and how do one go on forth as to um, researching about art therapy before they even study? How do one um, study to become an art th- a therapist? So there's a, there's a process in, in um, and I've got it all on my website, which is arttherapy.co.za. Basically, you need an undergraduate degree, which could be a BA, a fine arts degree, social work, teaching. Um, and then you need to have psychology one, two, and three, and an honors degree, as well as an art portfolio and working and experience working with people and personal therapy experience. Mm. And then you can... Um, you can you can do an, uh, an honor sorry then you can do a postgraduate or a master's training in art therapy and up until very recently it's only been available overseas um, but now we've just started um, having places to study in South Africa as well yeah but it is a postgraduate or master's degree so one does need to have all the prerequisites before that mm. How many and then when you come back to south africa sorry to interrupt you, sure, you need sure, to register ahead. with the, the hpcsa which is the health professions council of south africa in order to um get a practice number to register and practice within south africa and speaking of South Africa, I mean, when one has studied art therapy, we can study art therapy in South Africa or we, di- we then need to go abroad? So now you can. Now there are, um, there's UJ, which offers an honors program, which is a, a one-year part-time program, as well as a master's program, which they're actually starting this year for the first time. And then the University of Pretoria, Tattoos, will be starting a master's program next year. So it's very new and it's just been created but it is happening finally mm. finally yeah finally so there are institutions where we can learn um learn art therapy here in sa now um speaking of south africa and learning art therapy it is a, a quite um not so famous a career how are the jobs looking well looking at the covid where everyone really needed art therapy so i think there's quite a high demand of us therapists in in south africa especially or not only in south africa around the world because covid hit us all so we all need therapy at this moment yes definitely and you know even before covid art therapy was quite a um a new profession which people didn't really know so much about in south africa and people still don't so that's why it's really exciting to be spreading the word and helping people um, find out about this profession. And because of COVID and all the mental health issues that have come about from COVID, art therapy is even more valuable. And it can also be done online, which is really useful because people often don't have, um, or living in different cities or don't have access to transport or to get to the art therapist. So online work has also become very valuable individually as well as in groups. Yeah. As an arts therapist, Sam, what's that one f- basic fundamental rule that you need to know and go about uh, and oblige in order for you to be a professional therapist? 
what's the one specific rule? Yeah, basic. Like this is basic. This is standard level rule that you need to obey if you're an art therapist. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, for me to be around being authentic, um, we need to practice what we preach. Oh, practice. In, in, give me an example. Well, I think it would be all, all um, great if I'm helping clients to, for example, try something new or change parts of their behavior or improve the way they are in relationships or thinking about things. But I'd need to be in my own personal therapy working through that as well, as well as in my own creative process, working through the, the difficulties, the discomforts, the unknowns, the, and, and feeling okay with those kind of transitional moments. I see you practicing what you preach, girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I guess you're good at it. Yeah, that's a session. How would you like that? <laughs> Where can we find you, um, Sam? www.arttherapy.co.za Just w- art therapy. Say that again. So the website is arttherapy.coza. Yes. That's where we, yeah. we that's where we find Sam online only on your website. Yes, and also on um, Instagram and and Facebook on Art Therapy in South Africa. Art Therapy in South Africa. Thank you so much, Sam, for schooling us about art therapy. We see we're now going to start practicing what we preach as well. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I look forward to having area code every weekdays from nine to twelve p.m. only on Vow FM.